I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you. This time, Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. What a wonderful opportunity and an exciting opportunity for me. I love radio programming. And we do all types of services in some areas literally almost around the globe. But I tell you, this is sort of the whipped cream for me. Thank you for being there. I appreciate the stations that are airing this program. And uh, God bless those who take and push these slides up and down and flip these switches. And uh, different places you do different things. But it's good to be with you. So we say, as we say so many times, from the banks of the Bon Secours River, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, here on Alabama's Gulf Coast, right here, you almost take a rock and throw it in the ocean. You can take a rock and throw it in the river. The Bon Secours River flows into the Mobile, the Mobile Bay, and Mobile Bay uh, empties out into, think about Mobile Bar Pass, been in and out that pass many a time on a fishing trawler. Little would I have ever known that God would give me the opportunity to be here by means of radio. There's so many people. The book of John, John chapter 10. John chapter 10, I'm, I'm sort of going to be a fish out of water this time. John chapter 10, we find the farm. I'm sort of on a farm. Now you know a fish out of water. People say from time to time anyway, said, Brother Mom, we had enough of this fishy stuff. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, not, uh, not me. As far as the farm and the fish, I think it goes hand in hand. There's nothing like some good seafood for the meat. Nothing like all good farm vegetables. In fact, I'll be honest with you, I kind of like the beef and the pork and the chicken also, but I do love the seafood. So thank you for being there. Hey, if you ever like to get in touch with us, uh, we're as close as that keyboard, just F-O-M-M, period, that dot, and that O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. The book of John, John chapter 10. What I want to do is the very heart of the message, I'm going to read verse 1. And it goes as follows, Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some of the way, the same as a thief and a robber. All right, we're going to try to identify who these thieves and robbers are at this particular time. He talks about here in the passage, the shepherd, a sheepfold, the sheep, the door, and then the thieves and the robbers. You know, this is a passage of Scripture, John chapter 10. A lot of the Bible is difficult. Oh, I find it. I've been over and over and over and over. And uh, as far as this book is concerned, I find, some, I find some very difficult passages, especially in the Old Testament, especially as it comes to prophecy. And uh, I, I will be honest, difficult, yes, but in John chapter 10, you know, I can read this chapter to my grandchildren. And, you know, my grandchildren's eyes begin to raise up, and I can ask them questions about this chapter. And, you know, they know the answer. More so than the theologians of Christ's day, 
those who had given in-depth study to the Old Testament scriptures. When Jesus said verse 1 here, uh, he, and actually verse 1 through 5 is actually a little parable. In verse 6 it says, This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. How could they miss it? You know, it's so simple. Let's see if I can show you what I'm talking about. Here we go. Now the parable is taken from the customs of the East and the management of sheep. So, you know, I can sort of use my imagination, and then we'll use the Bible. The Bible has a built-in dictionary. So let's see if we can see what's being said here. All right, now in the passage, it talks about the she- a shepherd. We can go down to verse 2. He that entereth, entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Now, they didn't understand what he was talking about. Who is the shepherd of the sheep? Now, it's obvious to me. If you'll go and look on down, John chapter 10, verse 11. Once again, I say the Bible is a built-in dictionary. Verse 11, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. All right, verse 2 again, he said, uh, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Who is the shepherd of the sheep? Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. So who is it? Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. So who's he talking about? He's talking about himself. So Jesus is the shepherd of the sheep. I'm glad I can say of this shepherd, as David said a long time ago, the Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ. I would go a little further. In verse 1, it says this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth, entereth not by the door into the sheep foal. Now, what's that? What is a sheep foal? Right, now, this is a pen or an enclosure for the sheep that the shepherd has prepared. And, of course, throughout old Palestine, in areas of Europe, uh, I've seen this even in Ireland and Scotland. Uh, we have a place that you can put the sheep as far as a place that they can spend the night, a place they can leave the pasture and come in. And usually in most places, what I've seen, it was built out of stone. Just generation after generation, century after century. In places where they had sheep, there was this little circle, and it was built out of stones, just built up uh, so high, sometimes three, four, five, uh, feet high, made out of rocks. It had just been put there for years, literally hundreds of years. And it had a door. And the sheepfold was for the sheep. The shepherd took, and he would go and get the sheep, bring the sheep into the sheepfold. And there he was uh, the one that uh, manned the door. So he watched the sheep so that there was no problems. All right, the shepherd, we know who that is, the Lord Jesus Christ. The sheepfold, what is that? Whatever the Savior provides for us is for his safety. Now, the safety he's given us in this life has to do with salvation. All right? I'm so glad to know that I'm in a place of safety, not just in a church. I have salvation. I'm in God's sheepfold, his spiritual sheepfold. What is that? Salvation. And that was provided for me by the shepherd, by the way. Oh, I look forward to in the future. Hey, hey, listen to me. I look forward to the future to being in that heavenly sheepfold. John chapter 14, Jesus said, well, he called it the Father's house. He said, there are many mansions. I'm glad one day I'll be there. Jesus is the shepherd. All right. We think about a place of protection for the sheep, the sheepfold. It says the sheep. Look at verse 2. He that entereth by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. 
Verse 3, to him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name. Who, who are these sheep? You know. Surely it's more than just the animals he's talking about. The sheep are those who follow the shepherd. That's pretty simple. Of course, within its context, staying doctrinally sound, it would have to do with the nation of Israel. I certainly understand that. But it's those who have gone through the door, those who belong to the shepherd. My friend, it's mostly a picture of God's children. And they're being taken care of and instructed by the shepherd. Sometimes there's instances that it, uh, the sheep is spoken of as being mankind as a whole as far as God's creation. But most of the time, the finger is put on God's children, those who follow the shepherd. Now, there are those who claim to be sheep, but are not. Now, I can say that. It says in verse 26, but ye believe not because ye are not of my sheep, as I say unto you. So there are many people in the world that claim to be God's sheep. Many people claim to be Christians. But uh, they're not. You say, well, how can you tell? It's to those who follow the shepherd. It's very, very simple. Those who follow the shepherd. All right, go a little further. It says in verse 1, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. Now, what's that? All right, the shepherd is the Savior. The sheepfold, place to put the sheep. The sheep, those who follow him. Who's this door? There's only one door to the sheepfold. Who is this door? Who's he talking to? you got to enter in by the door. Verse 7 of John chapter 10. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Oh, verse 9. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. My what right would he have to say that, that he is the only way? I've had people tell me, say, Brother Bond, you think you're the only, you think you're the only? No, 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 no. You've got your way. I've got mine. No, no, no. There's not many ways. There's only one way, and that way is through Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, sir. But there's only one way. People shake their heads. I'm sorry. There's only one way. Jesus said, I am the door. One place even said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you're going to get into the sheepfold, you got to go through the door, and there's only one door, one door and only one, and yet its sides are two. I'm on the inside. On which side are you? Jesus said, I am, I am the door. So, you know, what right does he have to say that? The reason he can say something like that is because of verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Verse 15, as the father knoweth me, even so I, the father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So, all right, the rule of salvation. Is anyone trying to get into heaven any other way outside of Jesus Christ? Here we go. Now, our message says he's a thief. Climb up some other way. He's a thief and the robber. So we think about atheism, all the evolutionary beliefs and communism, social, all of it that has no belief in Jesus Christ. They say if there's some utopia somewhere, it's not through Jesus, thief and a robber. All your religions, we think about all the Eastern religions, and I'll be kind, and I'm not going to say anything about those, but I tell you, uh, most would say something like this. Maybe they would have respect for Jesus Christ, but he is not the door of the sheep. All right, who would that be? They climb up some other way. Thief and the robber. What about the Christian and unchristian denominations of the world? Many denominations believe in Jesus Christ. They say he's necessary, but he's not enough. It's Jesus plus 
I'm sorry. If that's what you believe, you are a thief and a robber. And I say it with all my heart, too. A thief and a robber. And according to verse, uh, we go a little bit verse, a little further, verse 10, also a murderer. You know, the devil is so smart. What he's done, he's kind of like the, uh, the person that that's, went to the shoe store and stole all the shoes in the middle of the night. And he was so smart. What did he do? He took the shoes out of the box, put the box back up. To where the proprietor, the next morning, he went in and looked at his shoe store. Everything looks fine. But he didn't know that all the boxes were empty until there was a sale. And it was to reach up and pull a box, open it up. There's nothing in there. That's what the devil done. He's done. He's taken in this world. He's pulled from it, my friend. Even the hearts of, of and uh, the embodiment of, of good denominations and so forth. And he's, he's pulled from it, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Savior is no longer the door for most of the world. It's religions that even claim to be Christians. And a person doesn't ever find out about it until they get to the end of their life. And there, what they've depended on so much, they open the box and there's nothing there. It's empty and their life is gone. And they die lost without Christ. Jesus said, I am the door. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I'm glad I can say by the grace of God, the Lord is my shepherd. He can be yours have you trusted Jesus only for salvation? When he shed his blood there on Calvary, powerful, uh, so powerful is the blood. There's wonderful power in the blood, so powerful that it saved this old sinner and forgave all his sins. I'm glad I can say whether I'm on the farm or on the boat, the Lord is my shepherd. I'm glad to know him personally. I'm glad I can follow him. I'm glad I'm in his sheepfold. Until next week, Fisher Mon saying goodbye.